From IBM Cloud and Cognitive Software, you're listening to The Art of Automation with host Jerry Cuomo. Thank you, Ethan, and welcome to The Art of Automation, a podcast that explores the application of automation in the enterprise. Folks, the first autopilot was designed by the Spurry Corporation back in 1912. This was a huge breakthrough, permitting an aircraft to fly straight and steady without requiring the pilot's undivided attention. Fun fact, it was accomplished by connecting gyroscopic heading and altitude indicators to hydraulically operated rudders, which is apparently crucial when piloting an aircraft and getting it to fly straight and level. So if 1912 was the year that autopiloting was introduced, this year we are seeing new styles of AI-powered automation that's opening up new doors to automating crucial aspects of your business to have it fly straight and level without your undivided attention. Today's topic is automating business operations, or biz ops as we like to call it. My guest today is one of my distinguished co-workers at IBM, who was the first to discuss the art of the possible of BizOps as a giant step towards this goal of an autopilot for your business. His name is Chris Bailey, and he is our lead architect for observability, strategy, and development. Welcome, Chris, to the Art of Automation. Hey, Jerry. Great to be here. Thank you for the invite. And great to have you. Hey, if you don't mind, let's get to the first question. Chris, can you share with us exactly what BizOps is and why are you so excited about it? Yeah, yeah. So the definition of BizOps. BizOps is bringing together business strategy and operations, using data to join KPIs, performance indicators, goals at the business level with the operation and the execution of the business. Makes sense. And like everything in IT, like most things in business, nothing is new. These concepts have been around for a very long time. But We are now in kind of an unparalleled position to achieve this because we have more data than we've ever had before. Part of this is because digital transformation means Mm -hmm. that most of business, lots of business now is implemented in IT. We've Mm -hmm. seen bricks and mortar shops move to e-commerce. We've seen bricks and mortar banking move to e-banking. Huge amounts of the business is now actually implemented in IT. And the bits that aren't implemented in IT they're managed by IT. You've got warehouses where pick and pack, there's humans going off actually collecting from shelves, doing order fulfillment, but that process is being managed by IT. So at every stage of the process from end to end now, we have either the business is implemented in IT or the business is managed in IT. And that level of management by the IT systems gives us unparalleled capability to collect data about the execution of the business from end to end. And with that rich set of data, it opens up a world of possibility for analysis and automation. So Chris, as we work together on this topic before, we see a big issue in BizOps being connecting data and events from across these various disciplines. You mentioned business and IT. So think about that happening across an enterprise. And most of the time, the way I like to say this is the left side of the enterprise brain, let's call that the business side, is often not connected to the right side of the brain. Let's call that the IT side. This lack of alignment, I think we often see, leads to blind spots and observing those KPIs that you mentioned. So can you make this real for us? Can you tell us a little bit about 
how this really works. How do we connect the left and right side of the brain, maybe through some examples? Sure. So let's take the example of an e-commerce site where you may have implemented, you know, you've got your catalog. So you've got users that come to your site. They might sign in, but they browse the catalog. They look for things that they want to buy. Once they've chosen something, they put it into the shopping cart. From the shopping cart, they may calculate shipping to different locations. That goes onto their bill. They then go to payment. Now, actually, in a digital business, payment isn't the end of that. It might be for the user journey, but that's Mm -hmm. where it goes into something like ordered cash where we go from payment to having to do order validation, stock checking, pick and pack in a warehouse and through to shipping before it eventually gets back to the end customer. And this is an end-to-end business implemented in IT, that e-commerce site, warehouse shipping, that's business managed by IT. Right the way across this, good digitally transformed businesses at that front end, they're actually tracking what the user does. The interactions through a mobile device or a web page IT observability can actually track what that user does. As they look at items in the catalog, we know what item they look at. When they put it in the shopping cart, we know which items are being converted from browsing into into cart, which get converted into purchase. And we actually have all of this data coming from the IT systems. And good digitally transformed businesses are already starting to leverage this. They look at product placement on the website. They optimize user journeys through the system. So in some areas, there is actually starting to become this join between business and IT, where the business sets a goal. That goal might be, I want to get my conversion rate of people visiting the site to purchasing up from, say, 5% to 15%, and they'll optimize the user journey to do that. But it's being done less well in other parts of the business, particularly in some of that managed by IT backend. Now, when you start to bring the two together, you can actually go much, much further than those digitally transformed businesses are doing. Let me give you two examples. One, let's say we have an IT outage, right? Mm -hmm. I lose some systems. So let's say we lost the payment process inside our e-commerce site. Because we can track the user on the website, what they're doing, what they put into the shopping cart, we can actually track every request to make a payment that failed. And from there, we can understand the impact on our business goal around sales. Let's say we need to sell a million dollars worth of goods an hour. We know Mm -hmm. exactly how many payments failed. We also know who the customer is because we tracked their activity. We know what they tried to put in the shopping cart. At this point, we can do two things. We can measure the impact to the business and the goals, Right, how many sales we've lost, and that might affect my end of week reporting. But I also know who was affected. And that means we can launch automation. We can launch customer management processes to reach out to those customers, maybe give them a repopulated shopping cart and a 10% discount to complete their purchase and try and rectify that impact on the business. Hey, Chris, before you go into that next part, how much of this is all digital? Yeah, so all of it could be 100% digital. Now, certainly the impact analysis of the outage, right? That is 100% observability plus analysis. Then how you launch your customer process, how you do that comes down to how the business wants to implement it. That could be fully automated. You repopulate the shopping cart, send an email or an SMS with the discount 100% automated. But you may determine that for high value customers, for high values in the shopping cart, You want to invoke a a human customer manager to actually go and phone the customer. 
because okay. you know, it's more important and that's more likely to reenact the sale. Right. So it kind of depends on, on the business process, but the framework is there to completely automate this. All right, Chris, please continue with the next example. So the second example is kind of far more business-led. So let's say the business is launching a marketing campaign, and the mm-hmm. goal of that is to, to drive a set of business success, right? So maybe 50% extra site traffic, 20% extra shopping conversions. In order to achieve that, if the marketing campaign is successful, right, those business goals also need to map down into IT goals, right? There needs to be, say, an extra 50% capacity for requests on the website. There needs to be extra 20% capacity in the payment service to handle those conversions. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when you go down to the managed by IT process, so the warehouse processing, if your marketing campaign is successful, you actually need to you know, increase the staffing availability to fulfill those requests in the managed by IT case in the business process side at the back end in order mm-hmm. to fill those and get those shipped out to customers in time. So as we can bring together what the business is trying to achieve in terms of goals and what IT provides in terms of its view of the data and the execution of the business, you start to really be able to balance the two. As changes occur in IT, and those might be incidents, we understand the impact on the business and how to mitigate that. And as the business sets its goals out, you can make sure that the operations, where the rubber meets the road of the business, actually changes and maps its goals to meet what the business tries to achieve. Got it. Hey, Chris, over the past year or so, the world has been taken by storm by AI ops. Now we're talking about business ops. Can you help the audience understand what the difference is? And please, I know you're involved with observability. So how do these all play together? When we talk about AI ops, the term AI operations, it's actually taken to mean applying AI to IT operations. But all of the underpinnings of it, can be applied equally to any other form of data and analysis. Because really what we're doing is we're taking streams of data. Okay, in this case, it's in the IT space. So we've got data around interactions on IT systems, but those could be interactions on websites, interactions with warehouse picking, packing, and so on. So it's about taking streams of data, analyzing them to do forecasting, to do Mm -hmm. anomaly detection, to understand whether they're performing the way that you expect to or whether there's deviations or latency and using that to identify problems and do optimization. Right. And actually, as we start to transform the business on top of IT, it's those same fundamental technologies that we can apply to the business space. Perfect. Chris, where do you see this going? You mentioned some great examples. Can you first share with us, do you see clients doing this today? Is the divide between business and IT now being bridged by the possibilities and the capability that you just mentioned of bringing the two together? Where do you see this all going? So it is fair to say that this level of kind of digitally enabled biz ops, it's emergent, but -hmm. it's got solid foundations. With that digital transformation to more of the business running on IT, we've got lots of technology in IT to do this because IT itself has been doing its own monitoring, its own observability, its own analysis of that data, looking at trends and anomalies for a number of years. And we can now bring that to the business space. And this really identifies opportunities to improve the efficiency of the business and to automate repetitive tasks because we now have full analysis of end-to-end business operations and execution. Mm -hmm. And this can drive business and IT alignment. 
So when business sets goals, IT is the servant of the business, really. It's there to make sure the business can achieve what it needs to as efficiently as possible. And this kind of drives towards that self-driving business, right? Mm-hmm. where BizOps becomes the drivetrain between the business strategy, the driver, and the execution of the business, which is where the rubber meets the road. Watch out, Tesla. You're not the only autonomous entity out there. It looks like your business is going to be on a path to autopilot soon. So with that, Chris, want to thank you very much for the time you've spent here. Really appreciate your insights. Thanks, Jerry. So aligning business and IT by observing data from every nook and cranny of your enterprise and then correlating events across these business and IT data sources with AI to now infer, predict, and recommend next best actions, where the automated actions are on the IT side to, let's say, proactively provision more computing resource because business is predicting higher demand, or by SMSing a customer a discount coupon and recreating their shopping cart before they even realize your service went down or called to complain. That's likely a happy customer, and that's what I call a giant step toward autopilot for your business. Well, that's it for today. And remember, we now have a way to stay in touch between episodes, so please connect to the Art of Automation account on LinkedIn where we can get your feedback. Just follow the link provided in this episode's description. Once again, I'd like to thank Chris, and of course, I'd like to also thank you all for listening in again. This is Jerry Cuomo. IBM Fellow and Chief Technology Officer of Automation at IBM. See you again on an upcoming episode.